Fit Clubbers, we are back. Uh, today we're talking about the benefits of napping, assisted stretching, and spirituality in the doctor's office with the roughest, toughest, baddest stunt woman, Emmy-nominated actor, Tanisha Agnard. How you doing? How you doing? What's up? Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good to see you. We have so much to talk about. It's just been a whirlwind for you. How are you doing just, you know, with everything in the world? And then obviously in your personal life, things are going so well. Um, how, how you doing? <laughs> I'm, you know what, I'm doing good. I'm incredibly blessed. I don't have any complaints. If I did, who was gonna listen anyway? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I'm doing, I'm doing really good. Um, I've been working a lot and, you know, just trying to be smart out here as we navigate through this pandemic, you know? Yeah. And I think I just saw Black Lady Sketch Show yeah so first of all they give like the best swag and the best gifts so i worked i worked on season two and i worked on this new season season three so um that was a uh, swag that robin and the black lady sketch show crew sent out and i was like come on with the gifts come on swag congratulations we are very excited to keep seeing you on our television and our, and our movie screens as well but let's start off with this first story it's all about napping and the benefits of napping Three benefits. One, improve your working memory. A NASA-funded study found it does improve your working memory. You're talking about getting fit. Uh, unfortunately, for women in particular, if you're not getting enough sleep, they found that you reach for more added sugars, more fatty foods, and more caffeine. Mm -hmm. And of course, lowers the risk of heart problems. A 2019 study in the Journal of Heart found that it lowered risk of heart problems by 48% um, by taking naps. And that's not just heart problems, but stroke, heart disease as well. Yeah. So, a lot of benefits to napping. I know a lot of us who are sort of type A and really ready to go have trouble doing it. I've had a lot of trouble myself. But just to kind of give you the full rundown, I want to know how you've done it throughout your entire career. Because 06, 07, you're on the national bobsled team. Going to be in a stunt one. <laughs> what is it, 2012, you have your own sports talk show. And then, of course, we know all your, your work with Black Panther and now Lovecraft. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how, is your, how have you gotten sleep and has it changed over the years? <laughs> so, you know what? I will say definitely my sleep has changed over the years, for sure. Um, and it will get to the point where if you don't give your body its sleep, it will take it from you, okay? Mm -hmm. It will, it will, it will get it. This past, like, year, let's just talk about this past year with working. I was, like, out of state for a very long time, 12, 13, 14 hours, then turning around you know, waking back up super early, I found myself when I would want to chill in the trailer, I was sleeping in the trailer. <laughs> I was catching my I was catching my sleep in the trailer because it just could I don't even think I've ever gotten eight hours of sleep, you know, up until I like finally finish and I've come back to California, right? So you're yeah. spending your time where you think you'd be on the phone, socializing, scrolling down on the ground. No, I was after breakfast, I would be asleep, I would be napped in my, uh, in my trailer, you know, if possible, I might nap while they would like shave my head or like putting makeup on. But yeah, uh, I definitely think it's a necessity. You have to get sleep because um, that's like your energy booster, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's your fuel, I feel. Um, and here recently, I've been really making sure that I do that. Um, Have you found it more? now than when you were on the uh, um, on the national bobsled team i mean even just being an athlete in general doesn't even have to be yeah. like doing bobsled um i think it helps with muscle recovery i mean not i yeah. think i know it helps yeah. with muscle recovery 
Uh, but I also think I was able to get more sleep then because you're such on a routine, right? Mm -hmm. You know your practice is from this time to this time, right? You know you're going to be home at this time to this time. So it's very easy to calculate in the sleep there. When you're talking about our business as far as like entertainment, TV, Hollywood, it's very unpredictable. It's yeah. a it's a very much a hurry up and wait. We don't know where we're going. Oh, just get ready. Just, <laughs> just be ready. You know, yeah. There is no like set schedule. So finding the sleep and trying to put it in there is is so random. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a challenge to kind of like force that part in there. Uh, and for me, I live kind of further from Hollywood. So I'm const I'm in my car a lot for my commute. Mm, yeah. So that could be time where I could be sleeping, but I'm commuting home. So, but here recently I have definitely found time for sleep. It, it is, you know, our, our nap, even a quick nap will help. That, that, that's the main thing. And, and do you have any sleep hacks? I know for me, I, I tried to upgrade my mattress. I got the, mo the most comfortable pillows. I mean, I struggled with it so much. I just tried to do everything to throw it at it. So maybe my body will just, you know, go. Um, do you have yeah. anything to kind of help you sleep? Yes. So I have a bed of pillows, okay? I probably <laughs> got about nine pillows on my bed. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you get a, if you get a good pillow, that's I it. think that, that helps. You know, yeah. people say, oh, mattresses are hard. No. Give me a good pillow. So I got about nine pillows on my bed and they definitely help. Like they, they help so much. Nice. And, and along with sleep, a big part of recovery is stretching too. And of course the benefits of stretching, we, we all kind of know it intrinsically as athletes, um, yeah. but Journal of Clinical Intervention of Aging found that increase your range of motion, increase your flexibility, and more importantly, increase your power. Um, and that's for older people. So you can definitely do a lot more when you start younger and are really working yeah. And apparently it was one of the few areas of fitness and really business industry that grew during the pandemic. People really started to stretch. You had stretch, yes. a, a stretch lab opened like a bunch of locations, which I happened to go to just one about two weeks ago. Really? And I'm telling you, the assisted stretch, it was painful, but the next <laughs> day, I felt so much better. I just had to kind of grin and bear it, you know? Um, for you, what have you done over the years to kind of keep mobile? Have you employed stretching? What do you do for active recovery? So great question. I actually do stretch a lot. Um, I'm pretty flexible. Um, I'm, I'm probably about like 90% at my splits. I, I have been at 100 before, but I'm at Ooh. probably like 90 now. But um, I do a lot of stretching. And I, I have my Taekwondo, so we do stretching in that just you know for our kicks and the flexibility. But yeah, stretching helps with uh, flexibility for sure. Um, also, I think when you're stretching, you also be drinking water too. I think that will help with your flexibility and loosening your muscles. Mm -hmm. But I like to stretch during commercials. I know it sounds so retarded, <laughs> but I find it easy. You can do a, a quick, like I call it hurdle stretch, no quick yeah. hurdle stretch, arms, like just something. Again, as an athlete, you kind of have that discipline. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's, you know, 50 years old and you ain't never stretched ever in your life and, <laughs> and now you're like, oh, I maybe need to stretch. It's like, oh, yeah, don't don't go too hard at first. <laughs> your muscles are used to it. Yeah. And that's what the assisted stretching is good for is that you don't have to exactly. go for it. Go for it yourself. I, you know, yeah. it was nice knowing I had someone there who was sort of really concerned about my body more so yeah. than I. I might just go for it. But, you know, she sort of said, yeah. wait. Let's, you know, let's yeah, and then you're pulling a hamstring or something. Now like, I can't walk, right? So now you're gonna need some extra assistance. Yeah, exactly. Have you done assisted stretching? 
I haven't done assisted stretching in that type of environment, but I yeah. have been. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I haven't gone to any of the rooms or anything like that. And and what do you do like before a physical scene? What do your twenty four hours look like in terms of physical preparation before a physical scene? Um, so depending on what the physicality is, I'm not trying to do too much. Like I'm not gonna go out and rollerblade and roller skate and then risk injury. Um, yeah. Because that that's like a no no. But I will do my typical jump rope. Like I love jump rope. I have I have jump rope spread all throughout here. Um, oh nice. So yeah. So. For me, I love jump rope and I love doing like some quick dumbbells, like me doing jump rope, dumbbells. It's not going to like hurt any type of activity I have the next day for work or anything like that. Um, and and I, I have grown to love push-ups. Like I used to didn't like push-ups, but I'm okay with the push-ups. Now, don't give me on no burpees because I hate those things. I hate those things. And is that just so like when you're doing the the jumping rope and whether it's push-ups is that so you have like that sort of pump for the for the roll so you have that look? Yeah, I feel like for me, uh, jump rope is full body. Yeah. I think push-ups are full body workout as workout as well because you're working your shoulders, your arms, and then also your core. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it just helps tighten everything up before. Um, you know, that day or before. I mean, you. I notice a difference immediately. I can do ten push-ups and be like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> Maybe that's my mind too. Like, you know, yeah. athlete in me. I'm like, you did that, girl. <laughs> and, and do you do something similar for diet? You know, I think I read that was it Chris Hemsworth for Thor had. You know, he really dieted down, but then you know, the, before he goes on screen, he eats really poorly almost because um, he needs to carb up to get the muscles to look full. Do you do any creative tricks with your dieting to give us a particular look on the day? So I'm I'm very big into keto. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing low to no carbs and then um, very high fat. I'm <laughs> eating avocados like crazy, mayonnaise. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my thing, and I I eat um it's crazy. So I make my own like keto desserts and stuff. Whoa! Yes, like I'm. Is this a business or? <laughs> no, this is it a business. Yeah, or is this no? Something you it should be. Look, you know anybody out there want to fund me? <laughs> right. I'm yeah, but I'll I'll do I'll do my my keto stuff on the day, and I notice a change too. Um, and I actually probably do that maybe three to four days out like go super strict because I can yeah. do low carb and I won't go over like 25 grams of carbs. But wow. before I'm doing like work, I will go yeah. very strict and I probably won't do any carbs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that'll be days before you're about to hit Yeah. The yeah. And it, it definitely helps because I'm doing that in combination with the working out, yeah. the physical activity, the stretching during the commercials. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Just <laughs> wow. because you have to have that discipline, you're going from production to production, you have so many different days. What do you do for to recover to make sure you kind of, I know for me when I would diet down, you know, you get the carbs that don't hit the brain. So you kind of get that sort of. <laughs> oh, yes. What do you do to recover? Do you have a particular meal that you eat? Okay, so recovery, um, I definitely like for, for muscles and for my body, I like mm -hmm. to do like a massage, like I have to get massages, things like that. Um, if I can hit a pool, I love to get in a pool or a jacuzzi or something. Um, as far as like eating for recovery, 
I'm I'm literally going up to the up up carbs. So okay. I'll probably get in about thirty grams of carbs or something. I love these little like Nutella sticks things Ooh. with the yeah. I mean, just because like it's not real chocolate, but it's, yeah. it's hazelnut first of all. So um, I'll do like that or some light carbs. I'll do. Um, I like mashed potatoes, but I can't eat a lot of it because it's gone. Right? It'll take my carb out through the roof. So yeah. I'll I'll probably go back to doing carbs and then like heavy, 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 heavy protein. See, yeah. and, I, and I love that because you know carbohydrates are not the enemy, right? It's it's they're all about not, how we and use people them. think they are, but they're really not. Yeah, yeah, it's how we use how we incorporate them, and we can have fun with them too. <laughs> and how you like maneuver, like people. I know a lot of people that count calories. I do not count calories. Yeah, same. I'm not, I'm not counting calories. No, yeah. no, thank you. Don't offer that to me. It's not an option for me. I'm not counting yeah. calories. <laughs> yeah, you have to deal with already. Too many, too many times yeah. and places to. That is like. <laughs> yeah, but I like that you said carbs aren't the enemy because they really aren't. Because you know, growing up in school, you get the little pyramid, the food pyramid, and everything in there your body needs. Like, there's not one thing on there that it says like avoid completely. It's just how yeah. we do it. Everything in moderation, but done right. You know, can't overdo it. I love butter pecan ice cream, but I can't eat that shit every day. You know what I mean? Exactly. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> this sort of reminds me of one thing that I always do is I pray a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I'm praying that the carbs don't hit. Sometimes I'm praying I look good for steak. <laughs> but what they have found is that people do desire spirituality in medicine. In the annals of family medicine, they found that 83% of people would like for their doctor to ask them about their spirituality. Another study found in 2018, the a meta-analysis, and found that when cancer patients had their spirituality as part of their treatment, that they had lower incidence of depression after cancer treatment, lower incidence of hopelessness as well. A study out of Croatia, actually, is looking at people and COVID depression, and they're finding that people who incorporate spirituality are having better outcomes with that as well. So I know that you have a, a, a group called Hyphy for Christ. You started this, is it a charity? It's actually um, the name of my business. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so my business is named Hyphy for Christ. Um, I'm right there with you with the whole spiritual um, aspect with like health and medicine and, and all that because I'm very big on my faith and my, my spirituality. Um, I always say I channel the ancestors all the time. I broke my hand. A lot of people don't know that. And I actually, you know, consulted, um, I like channeled the ancestors. I spoke to, um, I call him a, a shaman. I went and saw a shaman cause I'm very anti-pharmaceutical, um, mm. as far as like feeling like we got to pop pills every time, you know, to, for healing, you don't have yeah. to do that. Um, you know, we use the internet for so many things, but yet we have a hard time researching how to help our body um, mm -hmm. healthy and holistically, which is so funny to me, but we'll go on there and Google and see what Kanye just said, right? So it's like, uh, you know, but I, you know, I consulted with a shaman, I had healing, um, even with like COVID during this whole pandemic, you know, when you said mentioned prayer earlier, I'm praying all the time. I pray consistently when I wake up throughout the day. And I always start off with, thank you, God, um, that I'm COVID-free. My friends and family are COVID-free. You know, I, I'm, I'm, think, I'm like, I, when you said spirit, I'm like, yes, come on, spirit, because I'm channeling all of that, what my ancestors would do, just because that is, that's energy. And it's mm -hmm. real. Like you can feel somebody's negative energy from far away. I can feel the spirit energy 
from, you know, from far away, like all of that. And that helps with the psyche mindset. I feel like mindset is key. Um, and I feel like because my spiritual is so strong that everything else around me aligns with that strength. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I just feel like all of that, you know, and I feel like, um, for me, um, very early on, my vocal cords were damaged in this pandemic. And every doctor on the planet that I saw tried to give me COVID. They, you know, tried to discount my strep throat test that all came back negative. It was like, well, we're treating all negative strep as positive COVID. I was like, not here, you not. Uh, yeah, not, not, not here, not here, you not, because we ain't got COVID. You know, and so it took me from going like from California all the way across country to Tennessee to see an ENT and a specialist to go put cameras down my throat to be like, your vocal cords are damaged and you wow. are like, you have severe adult allergies. Like literally, that ain't got shit to do with COVID. You know what I mean? But oh. my spiritual was so in tune. Every day I was, I walked around my pool multiple times. Like, thank you, God. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you. Like all of these different things consulting with the shaman, channeling my ancestors, like all of that. And I yeah, you, all right? of that is why I yeah. am sitting here with you at 166 COVID test negative and wow. continue to be negative. Yeah, my mindset is here. I've channeled the spirit, my ancestors, my God, my faith, all of that, you know? Yeah. If you had to do that for the industry, you're getting tested all the time. So it's like all the time. And I still have to travel. I didn't been through airports. Mm -hmm. I didn't been, I didn't have to go, you know, shoot on location, all of that. But my yeah. mind is right. My spirit's in line. Everything's aligned. Yeah. The ancestors are with me. Yeah. I, and, I, yeah. And how did you arrive there, though? Uh, well, this is an evolution, you know, your spirituality and how it's taken um, forming your career, you know. Yeah. How did that begin or where was that moment for you if there was a moment? So I think it just came from my upbringing because I was raised like that. Um, mm. I was raised with my faith in God, my trust, my dependence on him. You know, and I say this all the time, um, you know, our industry, you you know our industry. It's it's crazy and a lot of people are, are, too, are scared to even have this type of conversation. Cause they're, yeah. oh, oh my god oh my god you know just like you know but i'm not and i'm so i'm like so incredibly grateful that you even you know brought that word up of spirituality you know um people are scared of it for some reason but um it's how i was raised how i grew up and that is literally the foundation of my life i truly believe there is no blacklist bigger than my god i can go around i can talk my faith i can say what i believe in what i trust and, and you can put me on whatever list you want to but you will never interrupt what <laughs> god got for me right because i am aligned with him so um i think that because i grew up that way and i've chosen my mindset to align with him that's just how I carry myself through this industry, how I navigate through, you know, I know he brings the opportunities. I know that people, he uses people as pawns for blessings, for, mm -hmm. for knowledge, for wisdom, you know, we're just pawns, you know, he's just moving around and, you know, yeah. Well, I, I love that. I think it's essential to have that sort of strong faith, whatever your faith is to make yeah. it in this industry 
and really to make it in the world. And I think we saw the last two years, people really did crave spirituality, whatever it was for them. Um, and I think this sort of justified that. So I, I love that you're living in that. And I think yeah. living, especially with social media this day, these days, people want you to be authentic, you know? And so that's the goal of it. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're going to get Janisha. Like you, <laughs> you're going to get authenticity all day because I ain't going to give you nobody else. I'm going to be completely 100 with you, transparent, blunt, honest, real. But that's, you know what I mean? You're going to get it. Speaking of that, I, I want to get how do we get the journey of Janisha to, to Emmy nomination, you know? Um, so we get Lovecraft. How did this begin? You get booked on the show, too. You get that call. I think you said you were in your trailer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me know how it went down. Yo, so first of all, yes, come on, HBO, okay? <laughs> because, you know, I got called to double um, Ingenue, who I freaking love. Um, she played Hippolyta and on Lovecraft. And um, so that was cool. I didn't really know exactly what that entailed, right? I knew it was a book. I hadn't even read the book yet, but I knew it was this sci-fi fantasy drama. So I was excited to be a part of it. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was excited because on my vision board, I'm very big into vision boards, J.J. Oh, um, Abrams' Bad Robot was a part of that. So I was like, oh my God, like, oh, like all this We're stuff, all this stuff is working. Like, come on, vision board. So once I'm there, I feel like Lovecraft was one of the projects, one of the few projects that I've worked on that kind of allowed me to do everything. I did some wire work, did some fighting. I kind of did like all of that. Because sometimes you're working on these projects, they call you specifically, hey, you got to do a fight. Hey, you're gonna get blasted down this hallway. Hey, you're gonna get like, do this tackle. But Lovecraft really got a, it was a span of like, I did some driving, I did some wire work, did some fights. So I was like, come on, hell yeah. Now, fast forward, had no idea. But I will say this, a friend of mine was watching and was like, yo, I think this show gonna get nominated for some stuff. And I was like, what, for real, you think so? She was like, yeah, and that scene, you know that scene where you was like fighting the Confederates? Like this is a friend told me way well before the nominations and stuff came out. Yeah. And so fast forward, I was like, when I heard about it, cause what happened was I was shooting in Atlanta on location and all these alerts start popping up on my phone. I'm like going crazy. I'm like, what the heck? It was like, congratulations. Oh, so cool. How exciting. And I'm like, okay. So I hit one of the friends back. Like, what are you talking about? Thank you, <laughs> yeah. first of all. But what are you talking about? She was like, the nomination with Lovecraft. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. I thought it was the stunt team nomination, which is what yeah. I've gotten, you know, like three times for SAG awards. Yeah. And then they were like, um, I saw so I went to Google and they had just announced all of the Emmy nominations and so I was scrolling down scrolling down there was like outstanding stunt performance I'm like yo this is this is this ain't the group you know yeah new level new level <laughs> this is not new a new level come on man new level and it was just like it was love cap country it had my name by myself and I was like God, I literally almost started crying, but I was in costume, which was an all-white dress. I had all this makeup on. I was like, girl, you cannot cry right now. Hold it in. Hold it in. 
So then word kind of traveled around set and I had a couple of the actors that like, came over to me was like, congratulations on your nomination. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but it was honestly, Shaka, such a surprise because, I mean, I know I worked really hard. I feel like I worked really hard on all the projects, but it was such a blessing to work with Anjanu. Like, honestly, like she is just, just top notch, like, awesome right so you yeah. you love when you're like working and you're doubling an actress who like really believes in your work and like supports you and gives you props and stuff and then that nomination came and i was like wow and it was it was it was just me and i was like wow this is this is all god this is all god all, I, yeah. I can't even tell you bro like how it was like it made me think about when God, a part of um, the Bible where he says, he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Just to let you know, like, all my hard work had paid off. All mm -hmm. of the naysayers, all, all, of the, all of the talk, 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 talk. It was like, I am forever. Will, you have to say my name Emmy nominated before you say my name. It, it, right? It's just like when you say Olympian. And I was like, that's God, God. That's him just yeah. elevating his children. That's all. Yeah, I, I was earlier today going, just saying your name. Like, what a beautiful name, Janisha Adams Guinyard. But something about Emmy nominated Janisha Adams Guinyard. You better That's say little, it. Little, you, you better say that, Shaka. I'm telling you, it's hey. just, it's just, um, it is so like, wow, how he could just change things just like that. Um, mm -hmm. And, but knowing my hard work paid off, knowing that. I didn't stab nobody in the back. I I ain't cheated nobody out of nothing. I ain't stole nothing from nobody. This is all me doing hard work, trusting in him, depending on him, being truthful to my character and what my skills are, and standing up for myself. And that is where it got me. I didn't been fired for work for standing up for myself. I didn't have to be on a mountain by myself, yelling off the mountaintop. But that Emmy nomination and knowing that Emmy nominated will always stay in front of my name until it becomes Emmy winner is just amazing. Mm -hmm. It's a huge blessing, like huge blessing. And all of this, oh, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of right. a pandemic. <laughs> Did you deal with, people dealt with pandemic guilt. Did you deal with any pandemic guilt or were you able to like really hold on to the, to, to the blessing that it was? I held on to the blessing that it was, but I mean, in the beginning of the, this is why the whole spiritual thing was great because, you know, I developed anxiety during the pandemic. I mm -hmm. developed, uh, you know, um, acid reflex. It was just like all these things where I felt like were, were attacked. Like my vocal cords got damaged in the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's so many blessings that overlooked that. I was, I booked a job. Literally, I had an audition for a co-starring role on the show. I booked it when I was on voice rest and couldn't even talk. And the role was for me interpreting on sign language. Like, it doesn't get any, any better than that. Like, I had damaged vocal cords and I booked the role and I had wow. to interpret. That was my character. I didn't even have to use my voice. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Amazing. Like, yeah. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. So through all of that, you know, still dealing with some of the anxiety and all of that. But now I'm navigating, navigating through all of that. I'm, I'm alive, channeling my ancestors, my spiritual. Yeah, God is so good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And is this what you saw of like as a vision for yourself? Because you know. 
I, I think a lot of people don't go into stunt work. They don't know how to get into stunt work. You know, how do you go from like, you know, I'm, a, I'm an athlete to now I'm an Emmy nominated stunt performer. That, that whole, that whole thing is just a tough thing to deal with. What was the vision? Is that what you saw for yourself? How did you arrive here? Oh my God, such a great question. So I actually didn't even know anything about stunts or anything like that. My main professional goal since the age of nine years old was to be a sign language interpreter for deaf athletes and a sports commentator. That was wow. my goal. That was my professional career plan since the age of nine. And so um, I've always been an athlete. I was a collegiate track and field athlete, you know, mentions being on the national bobsled team. So after graduating from Cal, go Bears, Pac-10, woohoo. <laughs> was the first African, all African-American bobsled team, right? Yeah, first, first, you, first yeah. duo. My driver, Jania, was, was also black. Yep. Amazing. And so after doing the college and all that, I was like, no, I'm going to do sports modeling. Like, I'm an athlete. So I did, you know, hella Nike campaigns doing, like, modeling. I did, like, CrossFit, Nike soccer, like, all those different things. Ain't never played soccer ever in my life, but I did Nike. <laughs> you look like soccer, it. Okay. <laughs> So I was doing all the athletes, all the athletic like stuff, you know, uh, modeling. And then I transitioned into acting because I was like, oh, you know, I'm always like acting and stuff. So I was, I would do acting, but I was always the jock. So I was always an athlete, you know, I would on, be on the show. I'd be the track athlete walking through, saying something to the jock or whatever. You know, I was, yeah. I was that. And from there, I was watching a movie where this guy he was running very horribly, like same arm, same leg. We know, first of all, that's very uncoordinated. It's not even right. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, ah, well, they had all these stunt credits at the end of the movie. And I'm like, I could totally do stunts. Until then, I had no idea what stunts was. I had no mm -hmm. idea. I'd never yeah. been a stunt person ever in my life. Um, and so I just kind of like transitioned doing that. I, I hired a private um, gymnastics teacher to teach me basic tumbling because I did research and like, Probably know some tumbling because I need to know air awareness. So he taught me backhand springs, back tucks, some trampoline, wall flips. I learned all that and, you know, started, you know, getting myself out there and networking because I would still be on set, you know, working. Like you could find me being principal one day as a jock or I'd be doing background one day or, you know, you just didn't never know. I was doing commercials. It's <laughs> the hustle. Look, the hustle, yeah. I'm Jamaican. I'm going to make it work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it work. So I was doing all of that. And because I, you know, I started acting first, transitioned to doing the stunts, and then the stunt stuff started going. Then I started doing more stunts, doubling here, doubling there. Went to Hawaii 5 0 and worked in Hawaii on a day. And then, like, the coordinator from there knew the, knew the guy on True Blood, or vice versa, True Blood. Then I went to Hawaii. So it just started building, you know, one job after another. And then, you know, they would, you know, your peers honestly are kind of, what hires you because someone's like hey i need a girl i need a black girl who could do this or i need a black girl who can do that can she run and oh i know the perfect person oh i know girl i saw her training you know so that's kind of how the ball rolled um snowballed and and but that's kind of how it kind of happened and so it was probably around 2018 i started getting back into like the acting booked officer con on station 19 and just wrapped the movie where I'm the lead actress opposite Dean Kane. Like, Congratulations. oh my God, thank you. I was just gonna say, what's next? Yes, <laughs> is oh my God. So um, I'm still doing stunts. I just finished working stunts on, a, on, a, on another movie and 
like stunts ain't going nowhere. But um, yeah, basically right. what I've been <laughs> doing is like um, getting more of my acting because I started in this industry acting at the end of the day. It wasn't stunts first, it was acting. So I've been doing more acting jobs, uh, just booked an acting part in another movie, all acting, no stunts. Uh, I just told you, I just wrapped. Hi, thank you, Miss Rosemary. I just wrapped this Christmas movie where I'm the lead actress opposite Dean Kane. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Amazing. So, yeah, so um, yeah, and currently right now I'm sitting on hold uh, on a veil for a national commercial, uh, which I'm sure I'll book it. So that'll be the second com national commercial this year I've booked, and it's only March. So. Amen. 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 <laughs> oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You've been such a. I think you're just Thank such you. an example for for anyone. But you know, obviously for Black people, Black females to really do in this industry, especially this industry is very tough for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we have to be, we have to stay persistent, we have to stay driven, and we have to stay, um, I like to say teamwork makes the dream work, you know, because we'll run into, you know, it's sad to say, but sometimes it's our own people who do us wrong, and we got to stop that. Yeah, that too. We have to stop that, mm -hmm. okay? There is no reason why we have to walk around having a sense of selfishness, feeling like we got to be the only one. No, we don't have to be the only one. Yeah, especially in you know, the entertainment industry, I don't know if people really realize it, it's so f family connected. So a lot of people know what they want to do because they, you know, they, their parents hooked them up from a young age. So we don't really have that. So it's sort of like we got to kind of be parents to one another. You know? Exactly. And don't be afraid to help or, or um, stop feeling like somebody trying to get your shit. Nobody trying to get you. Nobody <laughs> yeah, trying to take to your shit. Excuse me if this is, this is a cuss-free environment, but God oh, damn it, black people, you know? It's like, sometimes yeah. we just act like, oh, 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 it's mine, we selfish, like we own, no, no, slavery is over. Stop acting like you own somebody. Like, yeah. you, you don't own this market. You don't own this. You're not yeah. the only person with talent, okay? There is enough for everybody. There mm -hmm. is enough for everybody. Stop feeling like you, like, it's just you. No, it's not. And in, it, it, in fact, when someone next to you gets signed, people see you. So it's like, you really try to build up everybody else. Teamwork makes the dream work. And, and, yeah. and, and it, it sounds so like easy to say, but it's so true. Teamwork yeah. makes the dream work. Share, help, so good seed, it will come back. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much work out here for everybody. You don't have yeah. to rob, steal, cheat, stab people in the back to get nowhere. You don't have to do that. We are innovators, we are creative, we create our own content. Like, stop it, seriously. Like, well, we, well, we need to put you on a pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. I gotta thank you so much for joining. This has been an incredible conversation. Where can people find you online and find out more about you? Okay, so first of all, I love you to death, Shock. I think you already know that. But thank you for having me. Um, they can find me. I'm really active on Instagram. So find me on Instagram at Hollywood Lady J. Um, that's Hollywood L A D Y and then J. And then I am on Facebook under my full name, Janisha Adams Gignard. But Instagram, I'm just very active on there. And then um, I did want to say, because you did mention Hypey for Christ. So Hypey for Christ is my business name. Um, we inspire, encourage, and motivate through faith-based content. So, uh, uh, plays, 
uh, comedy shows, um, entertainment, like that. So, yes, when you're and Hyphy, huh? I said when you're casting, I want a phone call. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so, um, and, and I will say this. So Hyphy is a term that developed in the Bay Area. Um, I lived in the Bay for eight years. I went to UC Berkeley, Go Bears, Pac-10. And hyphy combines the words hyper and happy. So it means to be overly excited or energetic. So I name my business hyphy for Christ. I, I, I've heard hyphy. I didn't know that's, I didn't know that's where it came from. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. I love that. Um, yeah. So check out hyphy for Christ. And is that, where can they find hyphy for Christ? So hyphy for Christ, uh, you can find us at hyphyforchrist.org, which is H-Y-P-H-Y-4-C-H-R-I-S-T.org or hyphyforchrist.com. We're updating because we was going on tour right before this pandemic was like, eh, <laughs> so now, so now we're back starting because it was, it was a challenge. We were going on tour with, uh, with two of our plays, but uh. trying to navigate with the, uh, you know, okay. limited capacity, uh, showing this car, showing that car. Yeah, but we about to start back, y'all. Hey. Congratulations. I love Thank that. Thank you. And, of course, guys, you can find us here at Fit Club Podcast and me at Shaka Strong on all platforms. Thank you again, uh, Janisha, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah, thank you. Go buy a jump rope, y'all. Everybody go get a jump rope. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys.